We're talking about streaming. We're talking about streaming the quarterbacks to win your leagues. And that show's going to start right now. Welcome back. It's Bob's Three Toad Warriors with Word on the Street, Season 1, Episode 35. And uh, today we're talking about streaming the quarterbacks. It's a big thing that a lot of people like to do. Some people like to go late. Some people like to go early. We're going to talk about it, how it can help your 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 team be stronger, help, help you win your league. But maybe maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you don't understand it. I don't know. Today I have David from the Full 10 Yard Fantasy Podcast um, here to help me out and kind of break it down for us. How's it going, David? What's a good word? Yeah, great. Thank you so much for having me on. And it's the first time I've ever been on a podcast based in America. So really pleased to be here. I was listening to your last show with uh, Chris Robin, who is a, a friend of ours over at the Full 10 Yards, just about how the different communities exist in different parts of the globe and stuff. So I think it's uh, perfect timing to have somebody from the UK on your podcast to show uh, to show our fantasy knowledge. Yeah, it's, uh, Chris is a good guy. He was on... Uh... Monday show you're listening to we're recording Thursday show here on Monday and uh, we uh, wrote down some players that we were planting our flags on so if you didn't catch that show go ahead and listen to it I am uh, at Bob's three toad warriors on the uh, the uh, Twitter on YouTube it's Bob's three toad warriors and you can also do the fan word on the streets fancy football league uh, page on Facebook so where can everybody find you? You got a couple uh, different places to be found and things going on. So yeah, so here at the Full Ten Yards, we've got uh, we've got a few branches. We cover college football, we co- cover fantasy football, the NFL. Uh, we even cover Britball, which is the uh, amateur British American football leagues, which I'm lucky enough to to play in. Um, so you can find us at F10Y Fantasy, and the main page is at Full Ten Yards. Love it, love it. Um, so lots of good stuff going on there. If uh, you go on the website, great looking website, lots of good information. Definitely check it out. Give the man a subscribe. Also give my show a subscribe, subscribe to everybody. Give us follow, give us love, give us like, uh, my shows are currently Monday and Thursday, the live stream starting this week, which you found out two days ago, if you're listening to it now (laughs) was on Tuesday and the uh, replay will still be on Saturday for you. And on Here's the hell. This will mess you up too. If you haven't heard it yet, you will hear it on Thursday's show. Uh, there will be some some big breaking news. So I was working on some stuff for that. Almost late for my own show because of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right. That's, uh, that's kind of some of the key, key pieces there. Let's get into streaming quarterbacks. What's that mean to you, David? What's what is this? What streaming quarterbacks? What is that? I've heard of people say it in the in the uh, the world, but I don't know what it means. What's it mean? So streaming quarterbacks, it's when the your guy hasn't fallen to you in the draft, the, the guy that you perhaps wanted to uh, win your fantasy football championship, and just at certain points you've you've fallen in love with a running back or a wide receiver, and you find yourself towards the end of the draft, and you've picked a guy who. You know he's going to have some good weeks. He's going to have some weeks where he throws the ball, he gets you 30 fantasy points, but then you know that there's going to be other weeks where he's got a particularly tough matchup and he's, he's not going to do the job. So you're going to look to the waiver wire on a weekly basis. 
and you're going to look for those guys that will have some good games, will have some not so good games, and particularly the ones that have got the good matchup in the upcoming week, you're going to look to pick them up off your waiver wire, and they could only be on your roster for one, two weeks before they go straight back onto the waiver wire, just to do the job, just to maximise the number of points that you could get for your fantasy football team. That's a great explanation there. Is there any time you would say that you would, and we're not going to talk player specific, maybe we're talking more league specific. Um, is there any time that you would find it advantageous or particularly maybe disadvantageous to stream, to go into your draft thinking I'm going to stream? If I've worded that right there for you. So for me, particularly, it's if you've you've got through the first, I don't know, say 10 rounds of the draft and you've had to go running back or wide receiver, particularly if um, you're in a, a dynasty league where you've traded away some of those higher picks. Well, obviously, you wouldn't be having a full draft in a, in a dynasty league, but perhaps in a redraft league where you've traded away some of those higher picks and you've had to go for the for the big names at running back and wide receiver to, to fill those those spots there. So that's when I would recommend because you're not going to want to invest a, a higher pick in the quarterback there. So that's when you'd look to, to do the streaming options there. Definitely. If you've, um, if you traded away some of those higher premium picks, I think uh pre-show you said you had a certain higher picked guy uh, earlier draft round guy that you were kind of targeting. And if you missed him, then you were heading towards screening. Who was who that guy? Yeah. So Dak Prescott for me this year, I think he was phenomenal last year. Um, obviously just teetering on the, the 5,000 yard mark. He's not had his contract sorted, so he's going to have to to play for that contract again this year. He's going to play. He's definitely going to be out there with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, Dak Prescott is one of those guys that has got the rushing upside. Of course, they've got Ezekiel Elliott there, who is going to he's going to keep the defenses true because very often we automatically assume that because they've got a good running back, that means that the passing game falls down. But in in Dallas this year, we're going to have both because Zeke is going to keep the defenses true. And, of course, they brought in C.D. Lamb, who I don't even think anybody in the Cowboys organization thought that they were going to get him sure. when they got him in the draft. And he would not have been in their draft strategy at all. But they just saw him such such a talented player uh, to play opposite Amari, Amari Cooper that they had to bring him in. And they've, they've got this thing. They, they want to get their three wide receivers, the three guys there, Gallup, Cooper and Lamb. They want to get them all 1,000 yards. And that, that's becoming a thing in Dallas. And for it, for it to do that, that means that Prescott is going to have thrown the ball a lot of times and he's going to be airing it out. And they're going to want to keep Zeke fresh for the playoffs as well. So what defences come the last few weeks of the season going into the playoffs, if you've got a healthy fired up Ezekiel Elliott because you've um, not limited his carries throughout the first few weeks of the season, but you've you've been sensible with him, then um, of course you're, you're going to be scared. So that Prescott for me, he's uh, he's my quarterback two on the year, only five points behind Patrick Mahomes. Wow. And you're, um, you're getting him at a much better value than Patrick Mahomes because... Mahomes, everyone, everybody's QB number sure. one. So you, you're having to spend that high draft cap, capital. So for me, yeah, Dak Prescott, you get him a few rounds later, maybe the maybe the sixth round, and um, he will uh, only score five points less. But if you don't get him in that round, if uh, you're in need of a wide receiver at that point, so you have to go wide receiver. That's when we would deploy the the streaming category and. For me, the, the most important thing about streaming is you do still draft a quarterback. I will draft a quarterback, but there are options like Gardner Minshew, who I think he'll be a top 
15, 16 quarterback this year. He's he's another player that has got the rushing upside. Uh, Jacksonville are going to have some very negative game scripts all year. He is just going to be throwing that ball yeah. here, there, yeah. and everywhere. Yep. And Minshew, he's not somebody that I'm going to feel bad about dropping mid-season if all of a sudden he falls off a cliff. Yeah, someone um, else elevates. It's, yeah, I couldn't even tell you who the backup is there, to be honest. But um, no, I <laughs> it's for an injury, COVID, like you, like you mentioned earlier in the show, particularly this year, um, there is that real possibility that a guy misses a few weeks because of COVID. And with Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, if he was to get COVID, he would sit on your bench for a few weeks because you've invested that draft capital that you can't afford to drop him. Whereas Gardner Minshew, if he was to miss a few weeks, you wouldn't feel too bad about dropping him because you didn't invest the draft capital. And that's when you can really look to um, some streaming options to, yeah. to to take the place. Yeah, I buy that. So uh, example for me is uh, two different drafts, uh, similar but different keeper drafts I did this week. And, and one of them, I saw um, Drew Brees sitting there, sitting there kind of kind of uh, around or so late. And I took him because the value was good. He should be in a high-flying offense, playing a lot of high-flying, high-scoring teams. It should be fun. Doesn't give you the rushing upside of a Dak or anything like that, but I also didn't have to pay up as high as I did for a Dak. So I took him. And I was content letting that be my only quarterback. And then people started taking two and three quarterbacks. And I yeah. said, well, I won't be able to stream even if I want to. So I grabbed, I think it was Gardner Mitchell or someone like very, very, very late. I don't even remember who it was. So I did grab a second quarterback there. The other league where I drafted um, quarterbacks were, were sitting, chilling. Most people just took one. Some people took two. So on that one, I took, I don't even remember who, but it was a, a good streamer guy to me. Um, might have been uh, Josh Allen maybe or something like that who has some some nice uh, rushing upside. And I figured, okay, it's late, double-digit rounds. I stacked up on wide receiver running backs early. And in this league, people aren't doubling up, tripling up on, on quarterbacks. So it makes streaming an actual option in the season. Because yeah. in the other one, I'm what's really going to happen is bye weeks come along. That's when you probably have to stream anyway. And people are just going to start cutting these second and third quarterbacks they took to pick up an extra running back or tight end or wide receiver that gets hurt or has a bye week. So quarterbacks will fall back on to the waiver wire, but I didn't want to chance it. So that's one thing you got to look out for when you're on uh, going in with the strategy, you got to watch that board, be flexible and say, okay, I'm going to be able to stream or I'm not. And even if you're not going to be able to stream, take two guys with opposite uh, bye weeks who both look like they have good potential and one of them definitely has a good opening potential for the first three or four weeks. I think it's the key thing you, you want to target when you're looking at streaming uh, a guy that you can count on. Uh, a lot of people like Daniel Jones, but he allegedly has a little rougher start to the season. Okay. Maybe you take him and pair him with someone who has a better start to the season. Yeah. You flip him around. You got to look out for that kind of thing. I think it's a little extra tipsy there uh, for people in the, uh, uh, in the streaming world. So, but one of the reasons you said earlier why you do it, because you want to get that extra running back, that higher running back, that higher wide receiver in, in the earlier rounds. Uh, pulled up a little stat online here, and I've heard it on other shows, and I wanted to pull up the exact number, uh, at least uh, real quickly to see if it was uh, true or just something somebody had made up, because, you know, most stats are made up in this world. Uh, 40 different quarterbacks had a top 12 finish last season. Wow. 40. 
I don't know how Europe League is, but if you guys are playing the same thing we're playing, we only have 32 teams yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 40 quarterbacks had a top 12 weekly finish in 2019, and there's only 32 teams. That means there's a lot of opportunity, but means you have to pay attention. That's another thing that goes back to the would you do it? Well, I pay attention in my leagues. I'm fine doing it. My wife, she's going to grab Mahomes, which she has, and she's going to start him every week. And on the bye week, she's going to go, fine, I'll go look for a player <laughs> and go find a quarterback to fill in for that week and move back you know, to Mahomes and cut that guy after that week. So if you don't like to pay attention to your quarterbacks or even your tight ends, because it's a very similar world in tight ends, except you don't get the yeah. same quality of depth in tight end. Uh, where you have to pay attention and stream, look for good matchups, things like that. Streaming is not for you. You're just going to get annoyed, aggravated, or you might fall in love with it and find out you like doing a little research and digging into it a little deeper, and it might turn you into a whole new person. So, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, something really interesting here is we've got a couple of teams that have got rookie QBs, uh, particularly I'm looking at uh, the Dolphins and the Chargers this year, where it's projected that Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Herbert will take over at some point in the season. They are not the projected starters on either of those teams, particularly because right. we've had no preseason for them to, to to get used to the NFL. I think there's, well, there's obviously no doubt that Joe Burrow is going to be the guy in Cincinnati from day one, um, which in my opinion, he could be the streamer option because it's going to take him a few years few weeks to get used to the league i'm certainly not taking him any in any drafts because i believe that i'll be able to get him on the waiver wire after after week four maybe after he's um he started to settle into the league a little bit so we've got to think uh Tarod taylor and ryan fitzpatrick they're not they're not guys that are screaming out to me that i want to draft mm. but um they're going to be only valued for for a number of weeks in the season. This goes back to to what you were just saying, how we've got to we've got to keep an eye, we've got to see what the rumours are coming out of these teams as to as to when these guys are going to be taken over, and ultimately, I'm I'm going to be picking those guys up on their first week just to see how they do, and if they're terrible, they can go straight away again. But if they're all of a sudden playing like the top ten picks that they were then all of a sudden we, we've got a, a stud quarterback for, for free mid-season, which um, in this in this league with, with COVID and injuries as they are, is is is, is brilliant. That's, that's what we need to be looking out for. Absolutely. Uh, some people are like, I want to take Lamar Jackson early. He's probably going to go in the second round, maybe the third if you're lucky, um, but probably in that mid to late second round and maybe even early in the second round. Just really depends on your league and uh, what type of players you have in it. Um, so, uh, Lamar Jackson, people will say he's a quarterback and a running back all in one. Yeah. That sounds really sexy. <laughs> uh, so last year he was a light, late round quarterback. He's the kind of guy that you want to snag, have him blow up like your Minshew, right? You want to yeah. have him put him out there and then, oh man, he blows up. He has a great rushing year. He has a great uh, passing year, et cetera, et cetera. And he is that two on one guy. Next year, when he's expensive, like this year, go find the next Lamar. And here's what I mean by that. He's two-on-one, right? Quarterback and running back all-in-one. He was the sixth best rusher. That is phenomenal. Also, probably not repeatable. Also, no. dangerous for your quarterback. Right. So, But that's fantastic. That is great to get the sixth best rusher. And if you're taking a guy in the first, maybe second round, you, you need to get the 
the sixth best rusher out of them, right? And he's such a uh, – he's not the biggest guy either. So, you, know, you don't want him taking too many licks. But he was the – where to go? Where my little stat go? He had less passing yards than Mitch Trubisky. <sighs> yeah, I just, I just leaned into oh. <laughs> He had less passing yards than Kyle Allen. Oh, and he played three more games than Kyle Allen and still had less passing yards than Kyle Allen. So, yeah, he was a quarterback and running back all in one. But other than a game or two, he did not ball out as a quarterback. So, Trubisky, you can draft that guy or not draft him. (laughs) Kyle Allen, he wasn't drafted last year. So, what do you really – yeah, you're getting an undrafted quarterback a streaming level quarterback that you play the matchup for the games, you were really buying him for the legs. He's the outlier in the scenario though. When you look at the other guys who are in the top two, top three, top four, they don't give you that same huge rushing advantage. They'll give you 300, 400, 500 on a good season, maybe 600 yards rushing. That is not a top running back. That's just a quarterback with good legs. So, hey, got good legs. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's my thoughts on Lamar. Um, I got another stat for us here that I find kind of interesting. So you said earlier you don't want to sacrifice top talent. You didn't say these exact words, but top talent running back or wide receiver to position. And the, and the reason for that, and you probably agree with this, you have to start multiple wide receivers, multiple Correct. running backs, you don't have to start multiple quarterbacks unless you're in a super flex, unless you're in a two quarterback league. And in those leagues, it gets a lot harder to stream quarterbacks because they're usually gone. I'm in the yep. middle of a slow draft. It's a 14 team draft makes it even worse, but all the backups are starting to, to pop off the board at this point. So starters have been gone for a while. <laughs> so you, it's hard to stream in those kind of leagues. We're talking about one quarterback leagues. So again, you gotta know your settings. You gotta know your league, but Let's say you want to draft Mahomes and Lamar ja- – or not and, or Lamar Jackson. So they're going 19 and 20 off the board. Sanders and Drake – Sanders took a little fall from grace this, this week with the injury scares – are going 21 and 22 uh, in draft order. Okay? Okay. So L- Mahomes, 346 points. Lamar, 379 points. I just took this stuff off of Fantasy Pros or something like that. Uh, Sanders, 232. Drake, 234. Everybody write these numbers down. Just kidding. All right. So who are you going to pair them up with? Well, if you're streaming your quarterback, you're probably going around the 10th round, grabbing a quarterback. Once the main guys are, are gone, the first everybody's kind of got there. The quarterback ones are gone. Top 12 are gone. You might even go later, but if you're just not waiting forever, you just don't want to wait forever. You can get golf at 144, that's the 10th round, or 114, excuse me, and you get Burrow 115. So that's the middle of the 10th round. They're each scoring about 260, 258 in points. You can also get Cohen and Coleman. Cohen, 112. He's going to get 121 points. Coleman at 116, he's going to get 131 points. So those are the two. They're just paired up. Those are the running backs that you could draft at the same time you would draft your streaming quarterback. So you know what you're sacrificing here, right? So if you grab the early quarterback and go with the late running back, who the late running back, you're either going to put in as your flex or not start at all or a bi-week fill-in. So it's not going to be a 
a top starter for you in the 10th round. That's for damn sure. Then you're going to get an on average 449 points between your two players. I just added the four together divided by two. Pick which two you want, whatever. So about 450 points. If you go with the late quarterback and the better running back that you are actually going to start and you're going to start the quarterback's direction, you use both of these damn players, 492 points on average, about 50 points more. Kind of a little fun exercise. Yeah. And you're actually getting two players you can use all the time. So just a little, little fun with numbers there. Yeah, and uh, you've you've completely proved the point there. And, and Jared Goff is a player that I actually did a little bit of looking into for for the purpose of this episode. And he's he's in the three years that he's been the the main guy there in LA. He's finished as the quarterback twelve in two thousand seventeen, the quarterback seven in two thousand and eighteen, and the quarterback thirteen in two thousand and nineteen. So that is three years where he has had um, at least a top top thirteen finish, and. This year, I've got him ranked as my as my quarterback 15, but you're not going to think that 14 guys above him play 16 games, which automatically bumps him up into, into those realms again. So you're, you're getting a, a quarterback one. Well, obviously, it's a, a one-quarterback league. So you're getting a guy that is very serviceable, and the drop-off between him and the top three guys, like you mentioned, is, is a lot less than what it would be between Sanders and Tariq Cohen. So I think that just goes to prove your point, and that's why I'm looking to perhaps get Dak in the mid rounds, not the not the early rounds, not the rounds two, three, like where uh, Mahomes and Jackson are going. Because again, we're getting a, we're getting a drop off in rounds, but we're still getting the, the fantasy points in my projections a few rounds later. So it's yeah. it's all about value for me, and I will look at that each round. And I won't take a guy because I want him. I'll take a guy because he's good value at where he's at. I'll, I'll maybe reach a couple of places for a guy, of course, but um, I'm not going to be going into the, to the top couple of rounds for, for a quarterback when I'm sure I can get uh, value at the position a little bit later on. And if it means I have to stream, I have to stream. And I've got no <laughs> problems doing that. Awesome. Uh, so so you're, you brought up one, one player um, – Already, we kind of mentioned a few players. Before we dig deeper into the players, I want to mention one other thing. If you are the type of guy who likes to stream and you don't have deep rosters and you're only taking one quarterback and one tight end and loading up on running backs and wide receivers otherwise because you need those to start two or three plus a flex of those players. I know people say, ah, you trade, your roster is going to change. But to be safe, I personally intentionally don't take a quarterback and a tight end with the same bye week when I'm planning to stream both. Yeah. That means I have to cut more players. I can't just you can't just roll over that extra one spot. Now you're rolling two spots and you're cutting players off your team on a shallow roster. Like a, a basic Yahoo, Yahoo League usually only has like five bench spots. And one of those you're going to rotate for your streaming quarterback tight end. Well, now if you're rotating two of those now you've only got three guys you can count on as your backup players and you're, you're kind of selling yourself a little short basically so just want to throw that note in there for those who who are actually taking notes and uh want an extra bonus tip <laughs> bob's bonus tip oh shit just found us like, i write this down that's a, a that's a drop <laughs> um, for next week yeah <laughs> bonus tip yeah, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's talk. Let's go back and forth talking about a few players that we do like. Um, 
And a couple guys, let's start with one, and we both, I think, already mentioned him. Uh, so we'll just say him, but we won't go in detail on him. Uh, you said you like to target uh, early uh, Dak Prescott because you like his outli- outlook for this season. I said Breeze because I like his outlook for this season. Uh, how early will you jump in on Dak, and how late will you, well, how late will you play chicken with him before someone else snags him? Oh, very similar question, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take him here. I'll, I'll go right now. I don't care. I'll go right now or I'll just play the game and wait. So that's what I'm getting at there. Yeah. So just having a look now, I'm not going to draft him in the first four rounds. I'm going to have to wait until no, I am. I'm going to draft him in round four. That's, that's the earliest I'm going to go for him because like we say, we've, we've seen, we've seen Mahomes and we've seen um, Jackson go in uh, rounds two, maybe rounds three, if you can. And they, they typically start a quarterback run. If you see those two go, people, players panic and think, right, well, I've got to get my quarterback now. And that's when you see a run. So uh, round four is probably the round where I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that he's not gone in the third there. So that, that's where I take it. Um, particularly the, the back end of the fourth, if, if I'm extremely lucky. But um, no, fourth round is, is where I'll pull the trigger on Dak. And then the opposite side of the ball. Well, no, no, no. That was the question. Uh, it's all about Dak. So we won't hit the streamers yet. I don't think you'll get him past the fourth. I don't think you can play chicken with him, can you? In the fourth? I can't see him dropping to the fifth or sixth. No, and I, I can't either. Like you say, it's, yeah. it's one is as soon as the as soon as the train leaves the station with the with the yeah. quarterbacks, then we, we will see the run very quickly. So um yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm getting past the fourth, but yeah, that's one of those ones where you don't have a big window, you know. Yeah. It's you don't. All right. So and my it, guy's Breeze and uh I'll, I I won't take – I just don't like taking a quarterback unless something really crazy happens, one of the really early, early guys fall late. But I'll take Breeze in the sixth. For me, it feels gross grabbing a quarterback that early because I love streaming quarterbacks and taking the players. But by the, by the sixth round, I've got two running backs. I've got two wide receivers and then one more of, of one of those two in general. So if he's there on the sixth, I'm probably just going to take it depending on what the uh, the league's done. But because I don't mind streaming, I will play chicken with them till this till the this, seventh. And if I'm still feeling bold, if he's there in the eighth, there's no question about it. I'm going to snag him. I don't see him sitting there to the eighth. I barely see him sitting to the seventh. And the sixth is, feels a safe spot for him, but feels like I'm still getting enough value without harming my team. I just love, uh, I love his matchups, man. He's playing the, the Chiefs this year. You know, they're putting up points. He's in a division that loves to put up points with the Falcons and, you know. Yeah, and people will look at his age. They'll look at his – they'll say, oh, he's not got the arm he used to have. But they, they've not got the receivers in the room that, that warrants a big arm. They've, they've got Michael Thomas, who is who is king of the, the slant route, and all Breeze has to do is throw it five yards in front of him, and Thomas will do the rest. Uh, we've he's, got got, boy, he's got my boy from the Broncos, <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> Well, I'm a 49ers fan, so um, yeah. I, um, I I loved Emmanuel Sanders for the for the time that he was there as well. And it's it's without doubt the best wide receiver too that Breeze has had on the roster for sure. years and years and years. 
Uh, they've, they've got Jared Cook there, who was a very serviceable tight end. They absolutely love Adam Troutman, the guy they've brought in. And we're going to have a healthy Alvin Kamara. I think that's the most underrated thing about the guy. Uh, last year, he battled through his, his ankle sprain. And if we can get fully healthy Alvin Kamara this year... He's he's going to be in the conversation for that number one spot. He's he's not going to get it. We've we've got too much talent in Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley there. But I think he's certainly got a shot at that number three running back spot this year. Um, and is it, is it crazy to say he could do the thousand and a thousand like McCaffrey did last year? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and pop into these streamers that we like, and we'll just uh, we'll go back and forth, popping a few streamers in there. Uh, that people can can target on their teams. Um, I'll let my guests go first. <laughs> Thank you. So for me, uh, a guy I like for streaming this year would be Nick Foles. Uh, I think he's going to win out the, the quarterback battle in Chicago this year. Uh, Chicago, I think they they're well they're in a tough division for starters i think they are going to be playing from behind in a few games so if we can get some favorable matchups for a former quarter former super bowl mvp uh, with... <laughs> but he could easily put up 25 points in some of his favorable favorable matchups which is which is what we want to see from our from our quarterback so nick falls it's not it's not a sexy pick. It's no. not one that we're going to feel great about putting him in that starting no. lineup, but he's going to come in. Alan Robinson, I think, is going to have a monster year, whoever's yeah. throwing to him. And, uh, yeah, Nick Foles for me, particularly when – if Trubisky could well be named a starter. So, of course, Foles is going to get dropped in a lot of leagues, and that's um, when Foles does get the job at some point throughout the season. That's when you can start to pick Foles up on the, on the streaming options. And I was just about to tie into that question, which uh, thank you for getting to it. So um, – so you're not saying to draft foals. No. You're saying to mark them, mark them on your uh, on your cheat sheet for later for when you're looking for guys that you do want to stream when they have he has the good matchups. Unless he's named the starter and he starts out with a good matchup for the, the first week or two. We haven't found that information out yet, so we don't know. But if they come out tomorrow or Trubisky gets hurt in, in practice enough that sidelines him for a few, you know, into the early part of the season then you would possibly considering if streaming him or drafting him if the matchup was right. But don't draft him is what he's saying because right now he's not named the starter, so don't waste a bench spot unless – I don't know why you'd say unless. Maybe unless two and three quarterbacks are all getting taken per team and then you, you want to take that chance. But with him not starting, I could see the risk, but I could definitely see the potential for him too. Nice yeah. pick. All right, so mine, I'm going to call barely a streamer. Uh, it's Matt Stafford. He is the 13th quarterback off the board, so it's almost cheating. Uh, but he's so disrespected. You can get him in the ninth round, and if he doesn't pan out for you, you didn't spend a ton of money, although I really like double digits for streaming because I don't feel as guilty about cutting a guy. But in the ninth round, I've dra I'm drafting bench players at this point. I've already filled my, my lineup up. I may or may not have my tight end, but I definitely have stacked roughly four uh, running backs and wide receivers. So I've got some depth already filled out there and I can look to say, okay, if the price is right, let me get Stafford in there. The man uh, was on pace to be uh, devastating to, uh, to other teams last year. And uh, we're hoping he's back healthy, ready to go. Cause my holiday needs it. <laughs> so uh, we shall see, uh, we shall see what happens there. 
so that's a that's a it's almost a steal. It's almost a cheat little steal. Uh, a little too high, uh, but definitely a guy that you can play and like. Uh, I won't be I won't be as uh, as lofty on my next ones. <laughs> yeah, and and Stafford, he is my top quarterback that hasn't got that rushing upside. So I'm I'm a big believer in in rushing upside with with quarterbacks and Stafford. I'm down, yeah, exactly. I'm just looking at my rankings now, and he's he's not prolific on the ground, um, but he's got some great options there. And like you say, Kenny Galladay, he was phenomenal last year with. Some of the quarterbacks that we're throwing to him, if he yeah. if he can do that with them, then um, David Blau. <laughs> the uh, we've got we've got to think what what can what can he do with with Stafford? And Stafford was on pace for a massive quarterback finish, uh, massive fantasy finish last year at the quarterback position. So the value that you're getting him in rounds, and if it doesn't work, like you say, you've you've not invested much. So I I couldn't agree more with that one. Even though I think yeah, you are teetering on the uh, the streaming options there. Yeah, it was, it was that. <laughs> It's my own show. I can make up the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll kick it back to you for a real, actual, better streamer in the streaming sense. Go for it. Uh, and for me, the next one up is Baker Mayfield. So yeah. Baker, he he started out in the league well. Um, he didn't Hold on. Time out. Time out. Baker is quarterback 14 and only going three draft spots behind. So uh. <laughs> you got well, one. I got one. We're even. You've, you've set the precedent now. So um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, I think, is a guy where there's, there's questions to be answered about the offense as a general. Will, will Baker bounce back to, to how we saw him in his rookie year? Uh, we've got OBJ there who undoubtedly is one of the most talented guys in the league but hasn't hasn't done it for a number of years now um i've seen a a good metric that the blonder that obj is in the season the more mm -hmm. fantasy points he he mm -hmm. puts out and obviously this year is the the blondest he's he's ever been so um, i'm expecting a big year from obj purely for that reason so uh, baker mayfield is of course thrown to him but how intent are the Browns on running the ball this year? They've brought in Austin Hooper. They're going to play a lot of the the twelve personnel with Njoku and Hooper, so that they can effectively block for for Chubb. So I, I just question how many times that Baker's going to get to throw the ball. And what I want to do is I want to watch the uh, Cleveland Browns from a distance for the first couple of weeks of the season, just to see how it plays out, just to see how much form Baker Mayfield's in. And yeah, if I've drafted him um, in the lower rounds of the league, if the if you, if it's clear that Baker's not on form, that the Browns are running the football, I don't feel bad about dropping him. However, he will be there as a streaming option um, if all of a sudden the Browns do pick up and they start to, to pass the ball like they can do because... The receiving options they've got there, Landry, Beckham, Hunt, they're the two tight ends that we've mentioned. It's a great, it's a great bunch of people to, to be throwing the ball to. I'm gonna give you another streaming option that might not be a streaming option by the time you want to use them as a streaming option. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ryan Fitzpatrick. We assume that he's gonna start the job uh as quarterback or start the season as as court the quarterback with the job. So, but his first two weeks, he plays New England and Buffalo. I say, no, thank you, sir. Uh, I don't want any part of that. But there's people who re will remember him from last season, draft him, hoping he gets those big boom weeks, and then toss, toss him in the, in the scrap heap. After that, he plays Jacksonville, which used to be scary, but isn't looking super scary anymore because nobody wants to play on their team anymore. Plays Seattle. He has some weeks. So, 
if he's still the quarterback and he has a, a nice matchup, that's a guy you can take. But you got to be careful. Definitely don't draft him. So that was more of a don't draft the guy as your streamer early on as your week one, week two, week three streamer. So, yeah, don't draft. Yeah. But as, as we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, Tua will be taking the keys to, to- – that job at some point so you've got to play that so carefully you've got to just make sure and with Terod Taylor and Ryan Fitzpatrick that it's, it's a chance to be sneaky in your league it's a chance you've got a couple of good weeks out of them particularly Ryan yes yeah so you've you've got that chance there to perhaps trade them to a guy that's perhaps in your league that's not quite as savvy savvy uh, as you let's let's have a good couple of weeks out of them and before the, the start of changes let's get them traded that's yeah uh, so so to, to, to add to what you're saying right there, so let's say you grab Ty, uh, Tyrod, Tyrod, however you feel like saying it, <laughs> um, and and you got a league that trades, but maybe not the savviest, and you want know, to do a little, little child abuse here. Actually, that's probably not a nice phrase, but you know what I'm saying, team abuse. Uh, he plays Cincinnati in week one, who should be a great matchup for him. And then hopefully – you know, you find a guy who took someone who didn't just do so hot, and you can flip him on the, on the quick there. After that, he plays KC, which could still be a nice opportunity. That defense is getting stronger, but he's going to have to throw the ball like a beast against KC. So if you can get two good weeks out of Taylor and then trade him for a running back upgrade, you know, trade Taylor and a running back or Taylor and a wide receiver over to some other guy, get an upgrade at, at one of those two real positions, take back his – crappy quarterback he doesn't want or the worst guy on his roster or just don't don't take anybody some people can't function mentally without even <laughs> player trades uh and then either go pick up someone to fill that you know the the spot just go stream the next guy basically is what i'm saying and then uh you can be the little swindler like that that's a nice little move it only works a few times <laughs> oh yeah as soon as your league makes it yeah your league makes it like wait a minute <laughs> but uh, that's a nice a nice little sneaky one with uh tyrod taylor there i like that let's see who do i want to talk about mm, goth could be on my list but i am big big on gardner Minshew. he can be drafted in the 17th round yeah how many leagues are you in on redraft that are 17 rounds? I'm going to guess none, unless you're playing IDP. If you're just uh, playing standard leagues, probably not too many, especially without kickers or defense. No, yeah. The, the one I'm in, uh, my home league this weekend, it's our draft, and that is 17, but we have got kickers and defense in there, so it's, it's okay. kind of cheating a little bit. So Yeah, we went, we went 16 rounds, no kickers, no defenses, three flexes, so it was fairly deep. We yeah. were scrubbing the back. People were taking stickers and writing names on them. <laughs> <laughs> One or two. Um, so, which I said thank you for that because I don't need that guy in my way. But Gardner Minshew uh, is a guy that should be chucking the ball a lot, as you kind of already alluded to earlier, and he can be gotten full free in leagues. And if he fails you, you just cut him. Just, just cut him. Not the end of the world. Let's get one more from you and uh, one more from me, and we'll call this. Okay, so my last one, and this it's one of those players where there seems to be a lot of hype about him heading into the season after what we saw at the back end of last season. Oh, you and... son of a mother. <laughs> hey, hold on. Just tell me this. Just Hold on. Just tell me this. Does he play Tennessee for the first game? 
You'd have to check. Well, I'll, I'll tell check, you this. The guy I'm looking at plays Tennessee. Who's your guy? Uh, judging by the cap, judging by the jersey <laughs> in the background, and coupling that with your reaction, I'm going to assume that you were going to go for Drew Luck. I was. <laughs> yeah. So, so Drew Luck. There's been there's been so much hype about him heading into the season after what we saw. Obviously, the Broncos just said, right, we are just going to give him all of the the toys in the toy box in the draft just gone, um, most notably Jerry Judy in the first rounds. So he's going to have a lot of weapons to play with. Um, Denver just said, look, we're, we're going to make this offense work this year. We're going to try and keep up with KC. So we're going to have some fun. And he is still being drafted as the quarterback 24 in fantasy football drafts, which, again, like you say, like with Gardner Minshew, that's free. You, he's, he's not going to really, unless you're playing in a, a deeper league or obviously a super flex league, he's not going to get drafted. So you're going to be able to pick him up at some points throughout the season. And he's, he's going to score your points. He, I'm not a hundred percent bought in because it was only a small sample size last year, but um, certainly there's enough, there's enough weapons to be playing with in the offense for him to have some fun, some weeks and to really blow up. Well, and, and something else that uh, helps, helps is that, you know, the divisional thing every four years switches. They're playing this year, the saints, the Falcons, um that division who the hell's the other third high scoring team in there bucks uh, tampa bay yeah the bucks so they're playing that division plus in their own division they have kc the raiders are trying to equip themselves to be a high flying team so is the broncos but we'll see so they're just playing some teams that they should have to really put up a lot of points to even stay in the game yeah so that should should lead to him having an opportunity to to really show off. So, yeah, yeah, he's still my guy. Still I'm my guy. sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Right. So you probably wasn't your guy. You're like, oh, he's wearing Broncos hat. I'm a <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with the guy that you can stream for a week or two, and then you might have to cut for multiple reasons. But if he wins you a week, he might be worth saving a spot for. Although his matches matches when he comes back aren't fantastic, you can draft him in the fourteenth round. So to me, that's late enough to draft him. I think the hype—if you have a really late draft and a few more good things happen—I think the hype could get a little bit higher on him. Um, but that's uh, Cam Newton. Do we know he's healthy? Do we know he's not healthy? He seems to be healthy, and we like that, right? So if you remember Cam Newton, the guy can play some football. The guy can run. The guy can score touchdowns, and his wide receiver core, Keel Harry, might be good. Uh, Edelman is great for some short passes. He's got a running back out of the backfield, lights catch passes. He has he just has this nebulous of meh going on around him, right? Tight ends, meh. It's just nothing that's amazing around him that just stands out as let's go, let's do this. But tell me the last time in Carolina he had a great team around him. Exactly. Short of McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, he, he really hasn't. So he's gotten it done, and maybe that's why he's gotten it done with his legs so much because he's had to. I don't know. You know, you could, could, could say that, right? But uh, if I draft him in the third, 14th round there or whatever I said, or even the 13th or even the 12th round because I feel like quarterbacks are starting to come off the board, all right, cool. And then – if I need to grab a super streamer after him, 
grab Derek Carr for some bi-week fill-ins. Sam Darnold, uh, who's almost free for some bi-week fill-ins. You can, you can do that easy. So he's a guy that could have some beautiful upside for you. Use him for a little tryout for the uh, beginning of the season and see how his first two games go. The first game he's playing, it's against uh, uh, Miami, I think, if I'm not correct. Cam Newton, schedule. He plays Miami in uh, week one. Now, they've improved their defense. They are a better team. But it's nobody knows what that Patriots offense is going to look like because, obviously, um, if anyone can scheme and find a way to, to build Cam Newton into their offense, it's going to be Bill Belichick oh. and, and Josh McDaniels. So a really interesting one to see there. And I'm a believer of I don't think they'll have brought him in if he's not going to be named the the week one starter. Of course, we've got Jared Stidham there, who some people are saying, yes, but he's, he's, the, he's the quarterback. They've only brought Cam in as a – no, of course, you're not going to bring in a former MVP – just for a just for a camp battle, so I, I believe that they brought him in to be the quarterback, and they're gonna they're gonna scheme around him. We're not sure quite sure what we're gonna see. Uh, people are questioning his shoulder, but if you go back and look at the tape from the start of last year, he was actually overthrowing his receivers. So I, I don't believe there's any issues with the arm strength there. Right. Um, so it all depends what his rushing legs are like for me. Uh, it all depends how many touchdowns he's gonna get on the ground, but. And I'm not for a second saying that James White is the running back that Christian McCaffrey is, but he's still going to dump those passes off to him out of the backfield. And James White has got enough talent to, to make things oh, happen. Yeah. So it's it's going to be an exciting offense to see. And Cam Newton isn't being drafted as a as a top 12 quarterback because we don't know what to expect, but mm -hmm. certainly a, a great streaming option. And, you know, he's looking to prove, A, himself. His coach is looking to prove that they can win games. So... Uh, yeah, so Miami, Seattle, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Broncos. I don't know if I worry too much about any of those defenses until you get to the Broncos. And and by week five, what we think is a great Broncos defense, hopefully isn't, or is <laughs> a great defense for the Broncos, but but you'll know better. You know, we you look at defensive matchups and stuff like that, they're very shaky to begin the season. It takes a few weeks to find out, you know, the first week, is random second week okay by the third week we're starting to build trends yeah so by week five is denver's defense really scary two to be determined kansas city also to be determined but cam's gonna have to put up some points against that team so i'd even play him against a hard defense so well that was kind of fun that was kind of fun throwing some players out there that we uh we like and can help people stream and and yeah maybe you already had your draft but these are guys to keep a look uh your eye on uh, keep your note sheet going for during the season. So I like it. That was fun. Definitely. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for – what time is it over there on the other side of the pond? It's 10 to 7 in the evening. So uh, we're just okay. thinking about the sun going down, getting into the evening now. So uh, just about to go have my tea, as we call it. You probably call it dinner over there, your third meal of the day. Yeah, I got my, uh, I got my, I got my tea over here, a little – Little uh, unofficial sponsor. You know. No, sorry. Tea, tea is uh, tea is the third meal of the day. <laughs> ah, boo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So remind everybody where your work can be found, both on the uh, Twitter and on the internet, for us, would you? 
So I am part of the crew at the Full 10 Yards, so I head up our fantasy division. Uh, if you head over to www.full10yards.com, you can see loads of great content going up there from all of our different divisions, including the fantasy, NFL, uh, college, and Britball. Uh, and we have got some very exciting news dropping very, very shortly, which you need to keep oh. your eyes out for. So, um, yeah, keep keep heading over to the page because we've, we've been working on something for, for quite some time now, which we're very proud of, which will be dropping very, very shortly. So for fantasy, head over to at F10Y Fantasy and uh, for all of the hottest takes, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. All right. I love it. I love it. So. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Bob Street Toad Warriors on the YouTube on uh, Bob Street Toad Warriors. Excuse me, Twitter is at Bob Street Toad. I always get those two backwards. I wish Twitter would give me more letters so I could just say the Warriors part and make my whole thing work. I have to confuse myself almost every time I say it. But you know, we figure if I show not thirty-five, I'll, I'll have it down sooner or later. So whatever. Um, so scheduling changes are coming as soon. The uh, Tuesday live streams are a great amount of fun and you can catch replay on Saturdays and soon instead of just having Monday and and uh, Thursday drops of shows, we'll have Tuesday morning drops with your waiver wires on there and we'll have Thursday and Friday drops with your uh, sit starts and those kind of things and who to, who to put in your lineups. So we want to help you win some some leagues. Keep saying we. I don't know why I keep saying we. I don't know. Maybe if you've heard this episode, you know there's an announcement coming soon in the forward and the back. I don't know. You're going to have to figure it out. But that's all for this show. It's been Bob's Three Total Warriors with David. Remind you, soon enough, you'll be able to hit the wave wire, set your lineups, and dominate your opponents. But until then, we'll see you. I cut David off. Oh, no. Give it to him, David. <laughs>